salmon broth like things. Hello, Sam. This is the show. Sam, this is a very special show. It's a very special show, because what studio are we in, Ross? Studio C, Sam. Studio C. The C stands for computer. Oh, that's good. It does stand for computer. <laughs> um, I didn't want to leave my house tonight, Sam. Neither did I. And so here we are, communing. This is this is how God intended podcasts, I think, where like, I don't know what you're looking at. I'm looking at a small model of the Titanic built out of things that are smaller than Lego. And I'm just looking at it as if it were you speaking to this little Titanic. And I think that's how God intended podcast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I am looking at uh, my own audio waveform as expressed in the Ferrite app on my iPad. And I'm considering that that is your face. So there we go. <laughs> I think we look the same, me and that waveform. We share a lot. Yeah, you guys are very, very similar. <laughs> so it's been ex- exactly two weeks since we uh, interviewed friend of the internet, Casey Liss. Uh, listen, I have to apologize for that because I went out. Of, it's only been like 15 days, I think. But I, I left the state of Virginia and went to another state and things were weird and it was hard it you know you know how we just talked about how it's hard to get out of the house well yeah when you're forced out of the house for a trip it's like double hard to get out of the house after that yeah at least for me yeah it's hard for me too so here we are 15 or 16 days later um and it's good it's good to be back I think yeah it's great to be back I'm I'm glad you're back in the commonwealth me too man um I like it here <laughs> I like other places but I really like it here uh do you have any follow-up Um, I think you have some follow-up. You know, it's honestly been like 16 or 17 days, and I can't even remember what follow-up has been, but I would love to hear your follow-up. Yeah, so uh, on the last show, which was only 18 or 19 days ago, Tracy, friend of the show, Tracy, corrects and clarifies, her like was that she liked a montage of like learning stuff and getting stuff done and we asked what her montage music would be, and Fritz and the Tantrums is her montage music okay i will i will tap on this link at a later date when we are not deep in the heart of the podcast and i will listen to it tracy also clarifies uh that she has heard actual musicians explain how they use the voice memos app to write songs oh right this was a this was a tracy like uh an app where you could we were unclear of which app it was to use to like make songs and it's the actual app called music memos because you can play a song into it and the app will try to identify the chords oh that sounds cool yeah it's like we live in the future you know this has me thinking my my um my son is a a burgeoning saxophonist and i wonder if like we could do some like music he's a fan of into the thing to get the chords so he can like honk along to them um that's not really how saxophones work but sure sure Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Saxophones play one note at a time. Uh, I mean, it sounds like you have a deficient saxophone, but sure. Sure. (laughs) Oh, I guess my inferior one note at a time saxophone. All right. Where where are we? What do we got here? We got some stuff other people like, Sam? Uh, I think it's time for stuff other people like. Stop! All right, Samuel. Yeah, we've got a nice short list because uh, it's only been a couple days. It's been like 21, 22 days. <laughs> Just something like that. All right. Are you buckled? Get yourself buckled. Um, I've got a five-point harness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This begins with my son, JR, and he likes soccer. And Ooh. soccer is new to our family life, but um, he is now playing soccer in multiple ways. And even this morning, we watched a British Premier League soccer game on the television. Huh. 
So is it, that like the real the real one? I think I my soccer knowledge is not super deep, man. Um, and so it's much you know you know like ludicrous display. Do you see that ludicrous display? That's me often. Okay. Um, so so I. I Premiere means first, right? So it's the best one. I think they invented it. That's why. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I played soccer in kindergarten and first grade. (laughs) And my favorite part was the oranges. Yes. Okay. We'll have to, I have, we'll have some follow if he ever gets into orange, orange (laughs) stuff. Um, All right. To continue, Cat likes solar powered lanterns and awesome neighbors who share their coffee. Yeah. We've, uh, so uh, there was not too long ago a power outage Mm. and we lost power to our house for maybe two days and we had a solar powered lantern that was just like leds and it was awesome it gave us light that is awesome it is a ball mason jar oh yes the top is a solar cell what and inside are little fairy lights so when it gets dark the little fairy lights in the ball mason jar light up that's awesome um yeah, can pretty nice can we get a link in the show notes sure or a link in my instant messenger whatever you feel best about yeah i'll send a link to you once i know it won't break anything okay Cool. Um, Zach likes family game night. Do you guys do family, family game, game night? Awesome. Don't you do that? You do that, right? We do that at Zach's house. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Tiffany likes chocolate. Yes. And there, this is a, you'll have to fill this in, Sam. This is in, an, in the note and it says Amber likes, and then it's just blank after that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's for your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, Mora likes pasta. Nico likes yeah. fans that keep you cool. And so I think I think maybe just across Richmond, there were people that were in the weather without power. Um, I maybe I'm projecting on Nico, but when we also lost power, Sam, and th- I wished I had fans to keep me cool. Yeah. Uh, Imogen likes Diddy, which is an app where you can make singing memes. Mm-hmm. This is my daughter who has uh, the the first social media app that's not iMessage uh, we have allowed her is this one called Diddy where you can make singing memes that's what it says on the tin whoa I want to download it maybe yeah she she really would love uh, another follower so <laughs> let, let me know when you download it okay maybe I'll set like a screen time limit for myself with Diddy for just a couple minutes so I don't get sucked in yeah <laughs> and then you're going to send a request to me asking for 15 more. I know how it goes. <laughs> Sam's youngest daughter likes sour cream and onion chips and coconut the hamster. Yeah. I, the, 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 the latter thing is not a food item, right? No, coconut is the name of a hamster in our house. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Who's here on purpose. <laughs> okay. She, <laughs> she continues, uh, and subs that are homemade. Do you guys make subs in your house? We've started. So Kat was out one night a few weeks ago. Uh, and I was like, I want a sub. So we, I took the girls to the store and we each like picked out our things and then we made subs and then we just did it again and it was nice. That's awesome. So we've done it twice. What's everybody's things? Uh, the girls like tomatoes and mayonnaise and cucumbers and I don't like tomatoes, but I do like, oh, I get this like, uh, these basically these veggie chicken nuggets that are breaded. Oh. And then I put that on there and I put on some Dukes and then I put on some hot sauce in the Dukes. So it's almost like I'm making like chicken, hot chicken wings sandwich. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. All right. Tiffany likes OMG podcast. Uh, Tiffany says that they started with episode 43. Um, mm-hmm. that, that may be a recommendation. Maybe, maybe we all should start at episode 43. Um, yeah. Tiffany continues. I like also fountain pens pocket watches and coat season Ooh, i like coat season i love the extra pockets but that's where you would put your pocket watch and your fountain pen no maybe too messy that sounds messy don't no, put I, i've got a suit jacket that has a 
specific pen pocket. Ooh, Mike yeah, likes like. Mike likes buttering a piece of toast right after it comes out of the toaster. And then eating the aforementioned toast. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's wonderful. when the butter is going to get melty-ist. At that, yes, at, at its melty-istest. Um, <laughs> Susan, friend of the show, likes New Orleans. And that is true. She talks about New Orleans very frequently. Um, and then Susan, Sam's mom, likes her new touch-on-off, even-with-my-elbow kitchen faucet. Yeah, they had a big kitchen remodel. And they didn't have a kitchen for like two months. And now they have a kitchen with a faucet that you just uh, tap it with your elbow. I haven't been there. It sounds sounds amazing. I can't even fathom such a thing. Uh, you, next time you go, you will have to tell me, um, does it work if your power goes out? Hmm. And, I'm interested to know. Um, Daniel likes the return of hoodie weather, the occasional luxury of time to enjoy my coffee, and rosemary sea salt bagels from Nate's. That sounds like a good bagel. I haven't had that bagel. I'm into that, I think. Uh, Megan Mm. likes the day after a wicked storm blows through, which I I guess that's related to the power stuff again. Maybe. Maybe projecting. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Scott likes sneak attack. All caps. Sneak attack. Is that from a thing? Is that a thing? No, it's it's what Scott does in my D&D game. Oh, okay. Yes. If I would have read further, Scott continues and our D and D group in general, but definitely sneak attack. Yeah, Is that right? He Did plays. I... He plays. He plays a little gnome thief who likes to hide behind the other players and then jump out and shout sneak attack before attacking. Okay, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Les likes electricity. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peter likes Arachtober. Because people share pictures of spiders and arachnids. And then I assume that there is a picture attached somewhere. Maybe we'll get in the show notes. Here's my first shot that shows an eye configuration and says probably another Sierra Dome spider. And then there's some Latin <laughs> names that I'm not going to, I'm not going to. Neri. It's a Nerinine Litiogosa. That it's sounds a like a Harry. Harry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, where, that's where I was going to. Um, Julie likes shaving time off my commute by doing the bike bus combo. Has Ross tried it yet? No, Julie, Ross has not tried it yet. <laughs> Ross continues to be afraid of it. Um, Why? I don't know, man. Because I am. It's so intimidating. But I will say I have shaved time off my commute by doing a bus scooter combo, um, Ooh. which I enjoyed a lot. Um, Trevor likes fall weather in the Richmond Folk Festival. And Sarah likes the Folk Festival and Ruth King at the Chrysalis on Mindful. I don't know how to, what, what am I saying here, Sam? Sarah likes the Folk Festival also, and Ruth King Talk at Chrysalis on Mindful of Race. I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds- I think Chrysalis was a Nintendo game. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't know if it was about Where being- Where you mind- turned into like a spaceship? Oh, yes. I don't remember that. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Luke also likes a folk festival. That's three folk festivals right in a row. Um, yeah, the, that just happened like yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. At least one or <laughs> one and one half day ago. Um, Luke likes the cooler weather and then filming with Richie McDonald at Cezanne for an upcoming project. Oh, spoiler. Mm. <laughs> Matthew likes being out of the country. Yes. Um, I guess as long as you want to be out of the country, right? Traveling's cool. Yeah, uh, he didn't say which country he was being out of. I enjoy being out of North Korea. <laughs> True, true. Me, me too. Um, Ryan likes things, the things a change in seasons does to our spirits. Ooh, mm. I, I like the way that's put. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of the transition into fall, I think is one of my faves. I like it too. I like it too. Ruthie likes public libraries. RVA Swing, the person who dances and spins signs on Broad Street with remarkable dedication. Yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to think. There is some there is some sign spinners out by Libby. I wonder if that's where they're where Ruthie's talking about. Yeah, um, we'll have to follow up. Liz likes low humidity and Brenner Pass, which is What's uh, Brenner Pass? Oh, that's a restaurant. 
um, that is in Scott's Edition. Huh. I think that it's either there's a restaurant and there's a coffee shop attached to it, and I forget which is which. Um, okay. One, the coffee shop has furs. Not like not like gross furs, like um, hides. Hides is probably a better way to put it, um, um, which is weird. What? Yeah, like like hides. You know? <laughs> are you are you saying hides like like, Hide. the, like part of the animal? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hides, hides. Like on the cot, like you sit down at your table to drink the coffee, and like there's like a hide draped draped there. So it's like a blanket, <laughs> a blanket for the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't blanket yourself with it, I think, because it's too small. Too small of a hide. It's a small animal. So it's like a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> okay. You got it, you got it. Um, Chris, so I I asked on Facebook, uh, friends, friends, countrymen, countrymen, what do you like? In a hilarious way. See how it was a hilarious way, Sam? Um, yeah. And Chris says, funny you ask. I'm really into countrymen. So that's funny joke. Okay. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Scudder likes a tuned up bike and the four mile run trail, which I think is an Arlington, Virginia trail. Um, but tuned up bike is awesome. All right, let's see. Valerie likes this brilliant fall weather. Ashley likes the pickled and fermented festival, the big Lebirdski festival, which I assume is a big Lebowski festival at the Bird Theater, um, impossible burgers and orange theory. What are what are all of those things? <laughs> well, the first two are, are self-explanatory, I feel, but- Okay, Impos- How come we didn't go to the pickled and fermented festival? Well, I don't know. I, I was probably out of the country or out of the town. That's what I'm going to say. Well, you were out of a country. <laughs> I, w- I was. And it wasn't a pickled country that I was in. Um, I don't know, but I'm interested in impossible burgers too. What are impossible burgers? Oh, are those like the vegan ones that are tasty? I don't know. Something, this recalls to mind something Plof was talking about the other day where you like jam a beer can into a burger and make it into like well, a- that's a beer can burger. Okay. That's literally called a beer can burger. Okay. Yeah. Um, Maggie likes sweet potato chips. Another Richmond Folk Festival vote, honey crisp apples. And I, ha- I have right here on my counter, Sam, a ton of apples. They're pink ladies, but I am a big fan of honey crisp as well. What's the difference? What? Every, every apple is like a-, a a beautiful apple unto itself, you know? They're all different. Well, which, what is, what describe the taste <laughs> sensation? I don't know. Uh, some are crispy, some are sweet, some are sour. Honey crisp is. So, so honey crisps tastes like a crispy honey? I think so, yeah. Pink sure. ladies taste like. <laughs> like ladies. Like, uh, no, I was going to say like pink grapefruit punch. Oh, sure. <laughs> all right. Jen likes noodle tools. <laughs> What are noodle tools? I don't know, but that's the best word to say out loud. Noodle tools. <laughs> Sorry. I'm giving myself <laughs> okay. the giggles over here, man. All right. That, say it again. No, I'm not. I'm good. I'm done. Um, it, is an, <laughs> it is an online student research platform that makes the steps in researching more seamless and my life easier. Hmm. I'm interested in this, man. You know, you know, you know, Sam. I love some software for systems. Um, yeah, you love research. You I love, do. You, you could use Noodle Tools to research <laughs> research platforms. I could. I couldn't use it because every time someone asked what I what I used, I would have to say that out loud and I would get the giggles. <laughs> You'd have to say Noodle Tools. <laughs> All right, Val. I feel like I had Val in here twice. I can't remember whose Val is who. Um, this sounds like my Val, though. Uh, Val likes Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness, which is a podcast that is really good. Um, how utterly lazy our dog is. And our dog is just over there on the couch behind me now. I was going to put her away before we started recording in Studio C, but I remembered how utterly lazy she was, so I'm yeah. not even worrying about it. Uh, and Val also likes Pass-Through Lunges, which are huh. a Great exercise for lower body strength, balance, and a cardio boost. And she provides a link if one should want to do a pass-through lunge. That was a lot of stuff. Um, Jason right. likes... I've got two... I, hold, hold your horses, Sam. I've got I'm two more. Old. My, my, my horses are held. Please do. We've got two more. Jason likes blogging old school. 
I like blogging too. Remember blogging? I, I remember blogging. <laughs> okay. And finally, <laughs> it's good. I like reading things that people write, and I like when people. Oh, that I was about to go ne- negative. I won't. I yeah. Like when people write long things about themselves and tell me about their feelings and their stories. Me too, man. Um. And then I finally, people, I, I wish people spent more time doing that than um, telling me about other people's stories. Oh, yes. You're saying in like you wish the fe- the concept of retweet was less, not specifically retweet, but like the concept. Yeah, I, I, uh, I would much rather hear about my friend's experience or a story from my friend's life than I would like to read an article from the Atlantic about something. <laughs> Not that I don't ever want to read an article in the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd much rather read about my friends. I like that. Um, and then to close us out, Brett likes Fire Flower Fork, which was a food festival. Say that Say that again. Fire Flower Fork. One more time. Fire Flower Fork. All right, what is that? It is a food festival in town that celebrates f- intricate food things. The Fire Flower yeah. Fire Flower Fork Food Festival, so five Fs. Five Fs, you got it. And it's not, a, and it's fire flower like the baking thing, not like the thing you get in Mario. Oh yes, and you know what, dude? This is a several years old festival, and I had never thought of that until right now. But now I will never not think of that. Yeah, it, no, it's the Fire Flower Fork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can either get the Fire Flower or you can get the Ice Flower. It's the Fire Flower Fork. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, Sam. That took a really long time, man. Yeah, it was good. We'll have to we're cut the rest of the show, this. I think. Cut the rest of yeah, the whole show. I think done. That's it. That's the whole show right there. Yeah. Um, it is the point in the show where we say, hey, we got a Patreon. Oh, uh, dude. It's yes. uh, patreon.com slash Sam and Ross like things. And you can give us uh, as much money as you want uh, per episode that we publish. And as you know, Ross, we publish every two weeks. So yep. that's typically about twice a month. Yeah. So if you were to give $1 per episode, that, I mean, someone could presumably do the math. I mean, I can't. It's theoretically possible to do yeah, that math. It's possible. Yeah. Um, so can you tell me the address one more time, Sam? Oh, yeah. It's patreon.com slash Sam and Ross like things. And basically, you will be funding our uh, hosting costs and making us feel good and loved. And you are at one point, I keep saying this, Sam, but we're going to go to that popcorn thing. I don't know if the popcorn thing actually exists. does but it still exist? The, I have the, no no one knows. Sweet frog popcorn shop. Yeah, it's either exists or we made it out of whole cloth. Um, we are gonna figure it out though. <laughs> all right, Great. Sam. Thanks. It, it's time. Thanks, thanks to all. Thanks to all our patrons. Oh, you're much better at this than I am. Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a, a an odd episode, but we had a guest last time. Yeah. You, so oh, that's uh, a, that's I, a, oh, this I, is the first time, Sam, where you have ever done this bit, and it is an actual interesting. And question. my wife just my wife just came out and pointed and said it's my turn okay to go first i'll take she it. pointed at me and said i go first <laughs> so i'm not gonna argue with that sam yeah this episode the thing uh-huh. that you like is jelly the cat yeah jelly the cat that's my cat can you see jelly She's the cat a- right now um no <laughs> uh she okay. is a uh, tuxedo cat. What does that mean? She is so she's black and white. Oh, like she, like she's wearing a tuxedo. Okay, and we got her from the Baltimore County Animal Shelter. Oh. Uh, like six months before our first kid was born, and she's a good kitty. Um, she likes to knead. Oh like yeah, kneading dough. Mm-hmm. So if you give her some pets and loves she will start to knead with her paws whatever's there whether it's your leg or whether it's the couch couch cushion she loves that and she is a kitty cat and she goes meow 
Uh, she likes she likes when it's feeding time. She is, of course, a kitty, and <laughs> she will rotate through the house of who she thinks is the warmest person to sleep on and sleep on them. Is this like during the day or just at in like nighttime sleeping? Mostly at nighttime. Mostly nighttime sleeping. Okay, so she'll come into your like bedroom and curl up on the bed at night. Well, not recently, but I did have my turn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My okay. my, my youngest daughter is now the current current winner. Oh, does is it? acknowledged within the household like who is the current winner uh it's it's well known yeah oh it's well known <laughs> yeah and you can't do anything to influence it because it's a cat right right and the cat yeah, yeah. does what the cat wants but yeah i love this kitty cat um she hates other cats a lot uh, so, at one point we tried to get another cat and we introduced them slowly and then we opened up you know the 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 uh, cat carriers and they were on somewhat neutral ground and jelly um chased the other cat out a window and <laughs> up onto our roof whoa yeah and then it was on a holiday and we didn't know like what do you do like you don't actually call the fire department maybe you do but that the turns out the answer is your neighbor who's much braver than you gets on your roof and gets the cat. Oh, and then the cat goes anyway, back to the cat store. Uh, that cat was adopted by another another family. Uh, that wasn't us because every time that cat would see Jelly, uh, that cat would immediately empty her bowels and bladder <laughs> and run away. <laughs> That's amazing. And oh. uh, let's see. At one point, this cat uh, went to my mother-in-law's house where at the time, I think there were three cats there and she immediately took over and basically like trapped them in the basement and sat by the one way out of the basement waiting for them to come and would whoa so is them. is jelly can you place jelly on the D alignment chart for me okay uh towards humans she is chaotic good okay uh towards cats i'd probably say like lawful evil <laughs> that's a that's a spread yeah yeah, yeah, because uh, you can't predict her when mm-hmm. she's around humans, but there seem to be cat rules she is following right. and enforcing entirely in her own favor. Right, of course. How come the yeah. cat is named Jelly? And is it Jelly the cat? Is that the official name or is it? No, it's Jelly Jelly Cat Jelly. Uh, so when we got her from the shelter, her name was Abubu. Abubu, like and like a Prince of Babwa? I don't know what it was. Like that. That's what it was. And we named her Jelly. I think I thought it was unique at the time, but I think I got it from the movie Garden State where she names her hamsters. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm vaguely aware of that movie. Zach Braff. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Braff. But it was just probably one of those in my mind as a name that one could use. Oh, that's fun. So, and then it was just a random. You said the jelly came from Baltimore. So this is when before the births of your children. So this was the cat (laughs) is fairly aged at this point i guess right yeah she's uh like a year older than my oldest daughter so she is we don't know how old she is you know exactly mm-hmm. uh she's like 12 or 13 that's awesome so she's getting she's getting up there um she's certainly lazier than she was when she was kitten more kitteny mm-hmm. um, let's see uh so this was the cat that we had that transitioned as we transitioned to being parents and one story i have is we uh Previously, we had a kitty cat who had some health problems and lost weight, and so we were very mindful of you know, making sure to pay attention when cats uh, might be losing weight because that can be a sign of them not feeling well, and cats 
don't always right. tell you when they're not feeling well. And so we're like, oh my goodness, Jelly is losing weight. What's going on? Like she's just she's just dropping pounds like anything. And we took her to the vet and she's like, um, actually she's gained like two pounds, which is a lot. She might cut back on our food. And turns out our child had been growing and we had been <laughs> carrying our child. <laughs> And the relative weight of the kitty cat compared to the child we were carrying <laughs> was far less. So she was doing perfectly fine as a kitty. Just uh, we were getting stronger. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, how do how do the children feel about the cat? I guess it's okay since like it's like an honor and a glory to have Jelly come and spend the night with you. Yeah. The the kids are older now, so the cat has has now considers them viable laps mm-hmm. to sit in. Uh, she was, you know. Um, she mostly ignored the children when they were little. Um, and she was nimble enough that we were, she could get out of the way. Like she wouldn't swat at the kids unless, you know, they were pulling on her tail or something. Uh, I don't even know if she ever did that, but she, we were confident. Oh, if she doesn't want to be around the children, she will leave. That's kind of cat MO, right? Like we, I've only ever had a dog, two dogs. And so like, I don't understand quite the cats just being in charge of everything kind of thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's great. It does sound cool. So is there, do the children, are are there, are there, and this is maybe a naive question, but like, I assume there's like cat related tasks. There are definitely dog related tasks. Um, Right. Does the family share in the cat related tasks or is it one person? And it's follow up question, Sam. I know you haven't asked yet, but is there one person who it's my cat? Like they're the, the, the clear primary owner of the cat. No, it's it's a family cat. Okay. I would say that um, at any given time, she likes whoever feeds her the most consistently. Okay. And over the course of her lifetime, that has been me, mm-hmm. but that is fleeting, right? Like, right. <laughs> I would never deign to call her my cat. Sure, sure, now, sure. Now, the other cat-related activities, um, my wife typically does the nail clipping and the brushing, uh, but the brushing is largely defensive because you don't want to have the cat hair on furniture and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, the f- feeding task is largely uh, communal. So, hey, can you go give the go give jelly a scoop and one of the kids will go do it this is my that's my most that's my most favorite thing of having older child is you can say hey can you please go feed the animal yeah and they they do it they do it (laughs) it's great you should have that's why you should have kids (laughs) they could do your chores like in the sims yes uh the litter i don't know if you know but there's this disease that you can get from cat poop Cat scratch that fever? Makes you, that makes you like take risks. Whoa. Like there's this disease what? that affects mice and rats. No, it affects rats so that they aren't as afraid of cats so they get eaten. <laughs> Wait, it has, this... There's this... So there's this parasite or something that lives in lives in cats and then it... So it infects the rats so they get killed by cats. I don't know how it works. But anyway, Whoa. pregnant women are not supposed to get near cat poop. I don't really want to be near cat poop in general i understand that but so the precedent was set oh i see what you're saying okay that uh my wife who was pregnant during the early care of the cat was forbidden from getting near the litter box she get the cat poop fever right and that task has become mine okay there are worse tasks i guess and if in like hey maybe maybe you get the thing and you become like this this wild daredevil guy yeah yeah That, that doesn't sound too bad yeah that, I, I, I take unnecessary risks all the time. <laughs> That's true. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> we're doing this. We're doing this podcast without a net. No net. We've already, we've already, we've already like fallen into the earth twice. Exactly. Uh, but she's a good kitty. Um, she really likes humans. She'll come down and make every human in our house uh, smell like her. 
is her goal. That seems like a joyful, a joyful addition to the family. Yeah, I like her a lot. That's awesome. I like the, um, I think I've been over your house and does she have, does she have a bell? Yes. I really enjoy, I don't know if y'all enjoy it. I enjoy the sound of like cat going by in the distance with a bell. Is very comforting sound to me. Yeah, it's it's also so she doesn't freak us out. Like like when you, like like a like a ghost sneak up on you and like boo. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that yeah. She's pretty. She's pretty sneaky. Did she not always I have would, a bell? And like you, like she like scared you too many times, and you're like, we got to get a bell. This is unacceptable. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Right. I don't I don't I don't see what the problem here is like <laughs> I why don't, don't your pets have bells <laughs> I mean they cuz it's like a lumbering animal that like clumps through the whole entire right. house but like also um she gets she doesn't she's not an outdoor cat but we do let her in the yard sometimes and it oh, okay. is a bird saving device oh so this is so is this what cat life is like i have i don't hmm. know i don't know any of these things what do you mean i don't know i just think if i got a cat i would i would be constantly terrified my cat would sneak up on me i'd be terrified and all my birds would be dead well your all your birds would be dead because <laughs> they kill birds for fun <laughs> sorry but yeah <laughs> cats make me laugh man <laughs> <laughs> Cats are pretty great. Uh, all right. Thanks, Ross. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Ross? Yeah, what's up? What you like this week is pink the color. I love pink the color. I'm going to have a hard time yeah. not hedging because pink, I mean, I just like pink. Pink's great. Yeah, tell me more. <laughs> the end. Um, I don't know. I like pink. I like pink. I think I think I I like pink. Remember when we did the like wear clothes episode? Yes. Um, and one of the things I think about all the time is how men's clothing is like inherently boring most of the time. And mm-hmm. like you know, we got to wear the suits, we got to wear the pants, we got to and like there's not a whole lot of room for being expressing yourself through your clothing a lot of the times yeah you gotta move to the music yeah you you totally do um and i think at some point i was like well if i have like a pocket square or a tie or whatever i'm just gonna wear a super pink one because i think pink's cool looking i think it at the time it felt like countercultural, you know um but it's like a really expressive color in my mind it feels expressive so i just started like wearing pink stuff and then I started getting pink stuff. And now I just like pink. Yeah. Pink uh, the color. I know that uh, when you have a choice of Apple devices, if it comes in a pink flavor, that tends to be the one you choose. Yeah. I have a, I'm, we're, you know, Studio C is taking place right now on my pink iPad. Um, I have a cool pink nylon watch band for my Apple watch, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really bummed. I like the, um, the like when Apple does those like really saturated phones, like the f- 5c or whatever i think was that the one that was like really bright colors yeah um and then the new 10 to xr whatever um those come in really bright colors and i'm just waiting for the day when like the cool phone comes in like super bright saturated bubblegum pink and i will get that thing and i will be stoked on it super duper i was stoked. gonna ask so pink is is a is a spectrum of color yeah uh do you tend to gravitate towards the bubblegum end or do you have different pink uses for different occasions yeah i like as pink as possible like really bright bubblegum not neon but like just down from neon um and i think like apple stuff is typically more in the like respectable rose dusty rose kind of thing um (laughs) but yeah, I like it. I I think my favorite pink thing I have at the moment is I, I always have a handkerchief in my back pocket and I have, I went on Amazon and looked for, you know, like paisley bandanas like a cowboy would wear. Oh, sure. Are you familiar? You know, imagine a cowboy and they have, and it. they, and they probably They're have like a, a hat. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but around their neck, they probably have like a red bandana oh, with like yeah. w- with white yeah. paint. Yeah. 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 So I got a bright pink one of those, have it in my back pocket. Uh, it feels great. I like it. It's expressive. I have a cool pink, um, 
what are those things called? Hydro flask to keep my, it's the size of one cup of coffee. It's perfect. Uh, I'm starting to collect all these weird pink things in my life and I enjoy it. Oh, tell me more. What are the, what are some of the weird pink things you have? I have a really cool pink shirt that I like. I'm always on the lookout for like a good pink t-shirt. At one point in my life, I had this amazing pink t-shirt that was like a breast cancer awareness t-shirt. And it said, I think it said protect, protect the tatas. <laughs> I think is what it said. Uh, and then I spilled red wine all over it. Um, that ruins it. Was it not, was it not Rosé? It wasn't, it wasn't Rosé. That's a good joke, Sam. Um, so yeah, I don't, oh, I'm wearing pink socks actually right now at the moment. They're bright pink socks. Uh, again, right. You gotta like express yourself where you can. And a lot of the times that comes down to socks. Would you ever consider a pink undershirt? Okay. That's an interesting question. Um, I would, but I, but normally, yeah, totally. I would, I wear undershirt all the time. So like, it would be interesting to have a pink undershirt and like a different color, regular t-shirt over it. But it would be, I think it'd be a challenge to wear a pink undershirt under like a white button up because then you'd see the pink undershirt through it a lot. Isn't that the point? Well, I I mean, I mean, it would be the point of the pink undershirt, but I don't know if I personally enjoy the look of seeing the undershirt through the shirt. Okay. I'm not trying to talk, I'm not trying to make cast judgment upon that, of course. Uh, Yeah. So have people started like buying you pink things because they know you're the pink guy dude you know what i have successfully avoided this somehow um wow i know right like everyone everyone knows the frog person in their life and all they have is like just like a huge pile of ceramic frogs because like everyone's always buying them frogs you know um (laughs) you know what i'm talking about right i know what you're talking about (laughs) okay 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 yeah i have avoided this somehow i think my mom knows and she'll like buy me a pink thing every once in a while but like yeah that's a really good question and maybe we shouldn't talk about it too much because maybe i'll just get like i'm sorry i brought it up nobody (laughs) buy ross pink things unless you're (laughs) ross's mom Yeah, yeah 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 Um, I think it's like, it seems to be a fairly easy to wear color for me, at least. I think for most folks, they can wear it. Um, one downside, not to do negative stuff, but I also wear a lot of orange because of Virginia Tech Hokies and pink and orange are bad together in my eyeball. Um, sure. So usually I'm wearing pink related things or orange related things. How do you decide just what's clean or is there certain moods that go with pink? I think mostly what's clean. You, your intuition was right because um, no, <laughs> mostly I haven't done the laundry in, in a sufficient sure. way. Um, but yeah, like I think it's cool to be at a place that I would rather wear p- cool pink stuff to a cool pink moment in time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the favorite occasion you've worn a pink thing to? I think any sort, like I can't remember specifically, but like I like a good panel or like a public speaking situation um if, if you can if you can pink it up in front of an audience i think feels good that's a that's a weird thing to say that felt weird coming out but um i think that's true yeah uh have you ever have you ever received a notable compliment for your choice of a pink garment uh, oh dude yes pink socks get get a comment all the time because they're very bright pink um my pink coffee thing gets a lot of compliments too actually uh, and i do and and then because i'm a, like an irritating apple person when i had a pink phone and a pink ipad and they were both like on the table at the same time people would be like whoa hey you sure like pink <laughs> i would say yes i do <laughs> Great. but yes yeah i don't know if i have any other pink questions listen sam that was about 80 percent more questions than i thought you'd have <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you enjoy pink I um, would say that I tend to have a very muted wardrobe and the times I do add color, I get compliments on. Yeah, like, let me ask you that. Like, do you feel, do you have a bright 
color that you gravitate towards or do you feel comfortable wearing like spots of bright color? I feel comfortable wearing, I've, you know, I've ventured into my socks. Mm-hmm. I've got some socks that are colorful uh, and, you know, I've, I've got um, some nice dress shirts that have got some purpley or some pink bits in them that look nice. Yeah. If you had to pick, let's just say you've got like a charcoal gray suit and a white shirt and you're going to pick a tie and you're going to, you're going to like an event that's not like stuffy fancy, but like everyone's having a great time. Everyone's there to like have a blast and you got to pick out a solid color tie. What color are you going with? I don't think I'm wearing a white shirt. Well, I just said white so we could like, okay, you know, it's the, it's an empty canvas for the tie. I don't know. Search your feelings. Maybe like, I don't know. I would, if I were to pick like, I don't have a lot of bright ties. Uh, maybe get a purple one. <laughs> okay. You here, you're just think about it and we'll and we can put it in follow up. What's wrong for, with purple? Nothing. I just felt I just you know, I want you to be I want you to feel good about it. And if it's if, if we're on the if two on the spot here, we can you can I am not I am not putting down the idea of adding bright colors. I'm w- not able to visualize without mm. having the things in front of me. Okay. But I would say purple I, l- I think purple is a wonderful color, Sam. Yeah, I like purple. All right, here we are. You want to do some quick hits? Quick hits! Quick hits! Quick hits! Quick hits! I have a good quick hit. You have a good quick hit. Why don't you hit me first? Okay, so... Uh, I've been spending my time lately watching some videos on YouTube, and here's the deal. Are you, you're familiar with The Legend of Zelda. Yes. The original game. Super the familiar. NES game. Mm-hmm. Well, I started watching videos of people speedrunning that game, which is they you try to, to see how yeah. fast they can get through the game. Okay. Uh watch the world records and stuff and that's that's like that's like no cheats no that's just like playing normal but as fast as you can well it depends they're different categories oh okay like there's uh any percent no up and a there because you can do up and a and save the game at any time and then oh. be back at the beginning oh interesting is that always so, been anyway. true in can i yeah Sorry. that's always been true whoa okay Continue. And then there are certain in-game, they're not really glitches, but they are block clips you can pull off where you can wrap uh, the screen on the Mm -hmm. overworld Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. you can clip into a block without uh, beating all the enemies in the room. You can get to a staircase. Mm. So whether or not those things are, those are in different categories of speed runs. So if you do those things, you would be in the category that allows those things. Okay, okay. Anyway, so I discovered that there's this thing that exists called the Zelda randomizer, which takes all of the different uh, positions of where the enemies spawn, where the dungeons are, and the layouts of the dungeons, including like which rooms are in which dungeons, and which items are in which dungeons, and mixes them all up. And then two people get the same exact seed, they call it a seed, of how it's been randomized, and then they race it. That sounds awesome. Yep. And so there's this tournament going on where there's like this massive, you know, bracket, and a loser's bracket, and it's people racing... Zelda randomized. Right now? The and tournament's going on right now? Going on right now. Oh, cool. And I have watched a lot of those. They're very soothing and they're very intense because it's like, where are the silvers going to be? You need the silvers to beat the game. Are the silvers going to be in nine or are they going to be ladder blocked somewhere and you got to go back and like, oh no, oh no, you need the raft to get the silvers. What's the, the raft silvers? only opens The, the silver, silver arrows. arrows. Silver arrows. Okay, okay. Because okay. the raft only opens up two spots on the map so they don't normally get the raft because it's low yeah. percentage. But like, oh no, the silvers are behind the raft spot. No, so they have to leave nine. <laughs> <laughs> and go Wait. find the silvers. Here's a question I have. I have a question. Um, yeah. Are 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 they always solvable? Yeah, the randomizer makes it so it's always solvable. Okay. 
Okay, man, like that's it's sounds... got it's got checks. Okay, that now sounds... it might be that you have to go into one dungeon, get an item to go into another dungeon, to get an item to go back into that first dungeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I feel like the feelings of from the audience, kind of like you were just saying, when like the audience realizes how the randomizer has worked in this specific situation, and everyone goes, "Oh, um, that, uh-huh. fe- that that feels really satisfying." Oh, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. There was one time that Ganon was ladder blocked. Like they get to Ganon. <laughs> what does that mean? And oh, you have to have ladder the ladder blocked. to get it. You have to have okay. the ladder and he didn't have the ladder. But, so he killed Ganon, but he couldn't reach the Triforce of Power. No. So did he, ha- <laughs> did he have to go find the ladder? No, he pulled He pulled off a very difficult like uh, block clip that got him over, just far enough over the water that his sword could reach it. <laughs> that is all amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, can you show notes that? Put a link? Absolutely. Okay. Ross, you've got a quick hit. Oh, man. I don't want mine anymore. Um, I'm (laughs) busy thinking about randomized Zelda. Um, Yeah, so my quick hit is this song called The Night Begins to Shine. Are you familiar with this song, Sam? The night begins... To shine. (laughs) Not even even close. Not even close. Um, So my son has been watching Teen Titans Go. The night begins to shine. Nope, nope, nope. It's closer, but not quite. Um, my son's been watching Teen Titans Go, which I think sure. is maybe one of the best written shows that I've ever watched in my entire life. It is brilliant. And in and he was watching this episode. It was like a four-part episode of uh, like weird... The Teen Titans go into this weird like 80s Tron, um, I don't know, just like a very 80s world. And there's this 80s song that's playing called The Night Begins to Shine. And it got stuck in JR's head. It got stuck in my head. And then I like pulled it up and it turns out that... The, this is a real song written by a real group as part of like a generic music sampler for like 80s music. Like if you wanted to use an 80s song in your movie, you can just buy the CD of like generic songs and maybe you can oh, use. Cool. And so Teen Titans put it in one of their episodes and it was like a cast off joke. Like Cyborg said, oh, my favorite song is The Night Begin to Shine. And then they played it. But then like Teen Titans fans got really into it. And so it ex- expanded into this whole four part series story around The Night Begins to Shine. And like, it is such an epically good song that, I mean, it's an undeniably good song. Like, it's just really, really good. And it has become very pervasive in our household at the moment. And then I was on dang Instagram and Plo's daughter's over there dancing around and the night begins to shine. It is great. It is great. I highly recommend. Um, we'll put a link in the thing. Yeah. The, the band is called B-E-R and, and they have like three, <laughs> they have like three songs. <laughs> uh, well, when you get, get one of them right, you stop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go out way, way, way on top. Yeah. Awesome. Ross, we did, we did a remote show. Gosh, this was a long show. We've, I feel like we've been talking for days. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. Well, how do we end the show? <laughs> um, you can. Uh, so we have we haven't gotten mail in a while, and largely because I haven't checked the PO box. But yeah. <laughs> you can send us postcard, and we'd love to receive it at uh, Sam and Ross like things, care of Sam Davies, at PO Box two five nine or one four, Richmond, Virginia two three two six zero dash five nine one four. And all of our amazing music in this episode and all the great episodes is by a friend of the show, Matt Fisher. Um, Matt Fisher. 
You can uh, check out his podcast, Smarker the Beast. I'm not trying to put more work on a Matt Fisher's plate, but um, I would love to hear a Matt Fisher, not cover of The Night Begins to Shine, but like like an 80s tune, 80s inspired tune in the Matt Fisher canon would be a thing I'd be interested in listening to. I also would be interested in hearing that. Okay. Um, Sam, where can we find you upon the internet? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter as at Mr. Beefy, or you can go to my web zone at samdavies.me. Sweet. And, and Ross, you- about you uh you can get me ross catro on all the things r-o-s-s-c-a-t-r-o-w um i have a thing we'll talk about it next time i got a new thing that i would like related to twitter and it's that's like a cliffhanger for you that we will talk about next time <gasps> final yahoo yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> all right bye ross mm-hmm. see you sam talk to you in a fortnight <laughs> man my my airpod just gave me the like hey <sighs> stressful stressful